The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. Dopey phone in Friday. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You ready to kick it in the nation's capital? Come on, here we go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, live in the nation's capital out of Arlington, Virginia, WAVA 105.1 FM, right here in the nation's capital, covering all of Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia, and Pennsylvania as well. It is the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country. And you've got me for the first hour of rush hour wherever you are so sit back relax even if you're driving across a bridge just remember 888-43-BRIDGE and you can give me a call and we can kick it right here on this open phone in Friday if you're new to the show let me tell you how we roll first of all we've got marriage Mondays tough topic Tuesdays wisdom Wednesdays theological Thursdays and then you have today open phone in Friday and today it's all about you What do you want to talk about? Uh, Any question I can address? I can't answer any question, but we can at least address it. Of course, we know the one who has all the answers, and we've got the good book with us, uh, along with a lot of smart people, so you might be able to get some satisfaction. All you got to do is give me a call. It is a call-in talk show. The number is 888-432-7434. That number is 888-43-BRIDGE. Before I pray, i got to tell you about the Mind Over Mountains uh, Mental Health and Faith Conference at Bridgeway Community Church. It's on Saturday, October 26, 2019. It's all day from 8 to 3. You can get more information by going to bridgeway.cc slash events. Then just click on that little box that says event registration and then look for the Mind Over Mountains icon and that will give you all the information you need, the intersection between mental health and faith. They're going to be addressing uh, anxiety, nutrition, suicide, bullying, and how to find that balance between your feelings and your faith. So you do not want to miss uh, all of the great talent that's going to be there for the Mental Health and Faith Conference. Again, it's October 26, 2019. You can find more information for the Mind Over Mountains uh, seminar on uh, beatbridgeway.cc events and then hit the event registration icon. Come on, let's pray together, and we're going right to the phone lines. In a minute, we're going to kick it in Severna Park, and then I want to talk to you as well. So give me a call now. Get in where you fit in. It is open phone in Friday. Come on, let's pray together. Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity you give us to have uh, communication and connection. Uh, Might you uh, take control of this hour and really help us to connect with one another, we pray in the name of Jesus. Together, everyone said amen and amen. A couple other ways to get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com. Or go to my favorite website, embracegracism.com, or just download the Gracism app. All right, let's kick the show off in Severna Park, Maryland, with Kevin, who's on the line. Hey, Kevin, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? 
Hey, Dr. Eric, I'm doing good. Long-time listener, third-time caller. I have a little problem. Okay. I've been dating this young lady, and, and her and I want to get married. And we talked to my pastor. We had a meeting with the pastor, and the pastor said he couldn't marry us because she's Muslim and I'm Baptist. Uh-huh. And I'm stuck between a rock and a hard shell, and I'm not quite sure what to do. Mm. Well, let me ask you, why do you want to marry this woman anyway? Tell me about her. Because they've been dating. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a 12-year-old son. He's, I treat him like he's my son. Mm-hmm. Um, we get together. We, we get along very well. Mm-hmm. Um, just everything's working out pretty good. Just mm. the only problem we're having is, like, she's Muslim and I'm Baptist. Mm-hmm. And we're not equally yoked. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Ashley, tell and me. That's, that's what I'm afraid of. Okay. All right. Well, that's a good. Th- that's a good thing to think about, and we can talk about that. I asked you to tell me about it. I really want to know about it. You said you want to marry because you dated her. I didn't hear that you love her, but I assume you do. <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. I do. I do. Okay. I really do. I love her son just like he's mine. I understand. Okay. So, do you think there'd be a problem if you did uh, get married with the whole Muslim Baptist thing? Do you think that'd be a problem, or or not so much? I don't think it will be, but my pastor has a problem. So we're finding somebody to marry us mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because well, of that, because they're saying we're not equally yoked. Right. Understood. Well, I mean, there may be some truth to that, but I want to make sure we press into this a little bit more because I could tell you the same thing. You know, you're not equally yoked. It's not good to marry somebody that doesn't have the same faith as you. Those are easy answers. We could deal with that. But I, I kind of want to go a bit deeper than that. What happens when you guys are married and uh, you really want her to worship Jesus Christ, and you want the 12-year-old to worship Christ, and then maybe you even have another kid someday. Uh, would it be okay with you if they just become Muslim, or what are you thinking? Well, I'm not Muslim. She is, but I'm trying to get her to convert over, mm-hmm. and she's thinking about it, but she's not 100%, but I don't think she's taking it real serious to switch over mm-hmm. because they pray to Muhammad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gotcha. And so- we were— I'm just wondering how. And I'm not quite sure what to do. Yeah, well, I'm wondering how you two are going to, you know, work this thing out as you're married. You're worshiping Jesus. She's uh, worshiping Muhammad, and you guys are trying to figure out how to raise your kids, how to uh, live by uh, the good book. What good book do you live by? Like, do you live by the Bible, God's word, or do you live by the Quran? Uh, what they believe is God's word. They think that uh, Muhammad is the the last prophet. They do not see Jesus as God or as the son of God who is the same equal deity as the father. So I just wonder, how are you going to deal with that? I'm not sure. That's why I was calling you. Okay, good. No, I'm so glad you are. And I'm so I'm happy. Yeah, I'm so happy that you did call me. This is what I think I would do if I were you. I would do some premarital counseling with the pastor and put a, a, on hold this marriage thing right now. I'm not saying you guys will never get married, but I know what I've seen when I've um, worked with couples that were unequally yoked and we study God's word together and we do premarital counseling. God shows up in that and things are revealed. I, I, in fact, I know a couple right now. They've been married now for over 25 years and he uh, did not believe in God um, and she did. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and so they used to work together. He was the owner of the company. She was a secretary and I was working in sales in that company. But the cool thing happened. They wanted to get married. They were sleeping together and, and all this other stuff. They wanted to get married. I said, you know what? Let's talk about it. And we had premarital counseling sessions and you'll never guess what happened. As we began to open the word of God, 
he began to see that he was unsaved and she began to see that he was unsaved and they thought man being unequally yoked it may not be so good for us just for us so far as our kids and our life right. it's kind of like we're both trying to get to the same destination but we're looking at two completely different maps and so guess what they did yeah. they decided you know what we're not going to get married now right now let's have this faith journey first and guess what he gave his life to christ i ended up marrying them he ended up becoming a bible teacher and they're still married to this day so what i might do is just say you know enter the process of of discipleship enter the process of premarital counseling and let's see what god uncovers who knows she might get saved to know the same god as you Hey, listen, Kevin, unfortunately, I got to run because I've got this break, man. But keep listening. I'm so glad you called me. I'm right here. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at Andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook YouTube, and Andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Okay. They're outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they came out. Love it. It was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And I'm back. Everybody on Facebook, thanks a lot for tuning in there and on YouTube as well. You can see behind me, uh, Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. They'll keep you dry from top to bottom. So if you've got a wet basement or if you've got a leaky roof, 
why don't you call them before the water rises and starts dripping into your house? Let them give you a free inspection. And they blessed our show with $500 every single time they do business with one of my listeners. So they love you. You're going to love them. They'll take care of the greatest investment in your life, and it's probably your house. Give them a call. That's Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing, 844-980-3707. It's open phone in Friday. What do you want to talk to me about? Get in where you fit in. All you got to do is give me a call, 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, let's go to Fort Washington, Maryland, and talk to Anonymous, who's on the line. Hey, Anonymous, it's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Dr. Anderson? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me. What are you thinking? I want to comment on the guy who just called in about the mixed marriage. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Mixed uh, religion marriage. A friend of mine's husband just died. They were married 64 years. She's Catholic. He was Jehovah's Witness. Mm -hmm. And I asked her, what's one of the secrets of you guys being married so long since you're not equally yoked? And Mm -hmm. she said, we respected each other's religion. Mm -hmm. He never asked me to change, and I never asked him to change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to make that comment, and I'll get off the line. Okay, no, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for calling. You know, uh, there are a lot of people that can live together, be married for a long time if they don't make religion an issue, (laughs) right? But what happens if you're a follower of Jesus Christ and he tells you to make disciples of all nations and and teach people how to observe, you know, what I've commanded them to do? Shoot, Lord, now you're telling me that I actually do have to, like, talk to other people about my faith. Now, I'm not saying this about all Catholics uh, and not saying it's about all Jehovah's Witnesses. But, look, a lot of Catholics don't evangelize. All right, because a lot of Catholics uh, feel like their religion is a personal faith and not something that they actually go out and witness to other people besides maybe living a good life. So there's that. And then Jehovah's Witnesses, that's all they do is try to uh, convert other people. (laughs) So I'm not quite sure what was going on there in that relationship, except, hey, they decided we're not going to make religion an issue. Well, you can do that with any topic. You can do it with politics. You can do it with religion. But when we're talking about not religion, but a relationship with God, uh, as a follower of Jesus Christ, uh, then it's going to be really, really hard not to want to influence your kids for Christ, your spouse for Christ. Uh, and it's going to be really hard to say, you know what, I'm, I'm not even going to uh, allow this relationship I have with Jesus Christ to influence my household. It'd be really, really difficult to do that. But I could see how you know, a Catholic and a Jehovah's Witness, you know, could live like that. You know, a Buddhist and a, and a uh you know, a Jewish person can do the same thing. But when it comes to being a true follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, who truly believes in the Great Commission to reach out and, and, and multiply, that's where you're going to have a problem. So it doesn't seem like that was an issue for either one of them. 888-432-7434. Let's keep it rolling. By the way, my lines are wide open. If you want to grab one, you better get in where you fit in right now. We're going to Glenn. Glenn's in Washington, D.C. How you doing, Glenn? Glenn, are you there? Going once. Going twice. All right, Glenn, I got to let you go. I can't have too much dead airspace. We are on radio, so if you want to give me a call, do that. Turn your radio down and talk to me through the phone, 888-432-7434. What a hot topic we had yesterday on Theological Thursday. We were talking about the theology of forgiveness, uh, and we were talking about that whole situation where Brotham John was killed by the a uh, police officer that came right into his apartment while he was eating ice cream and watching TV. And before you know it, boom, 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 somebody comes into his house and shoots him in the chest dead. It was a Dallas police officer. Well, anyway, she was brought to uh, justice, and she got 10 years for that. 
Uh, but then the younger brother, Brant Jean, Jean, while he was on the uh, stand, actually uh, said, you know, he forgives her, wants her to trust Jesus as Lord and Savior, asked the judge if he could hug her. Uh, and they did hug in open court. She fell into his arms weeping. Uh, and you know what? Uh, that was a beautiful moment. But at the same time, uh, because of race relations in our country and everything being so racialized, a lot of black folk are like, yeah, okay, that's your own personal feeling. But why do we as black people always have to forgive? Uh, I didn't hear any white folk talking about forgive Osama bin Laden, you know? So it's kind of that situation where blacks are in a situation where they're like, forget religion, forget uh, this this Jesus forgiveness turn the other cheek thing at what point do you say no we're not just going to keep forgiving when you walk into churches and shoot black people in their prayer meetings we're not going to just keep forgiving but that's exactly what happened the Charleston family they forgave uh, the Amish they forgave uh, Brant John he forgave and so it was a real uh, hot show in that even though it wasn't tough topic Tuesday it was a tough theological Tuesday because Jesus says father forgive them for they know not what they do and I like what uh, Rebecca Rodriguez says on my Facebook page she says inheritance over heritage and that's that's the issue isn't it my inheritance and my relationship with God has to trump even my own heritage my own culture my own ethnicity and I'm not saying that that's easy but nobody ever said forgiveness was forgiveness is so difficult that one time <laughs> Peter said like Lord how many times you want me to do this thing people are driving me crazy and Jesus said 70 times 7 so this is for those that are spiritually minded. Those who are not spiritually minded and don't know the Lord aren't going to see um, this call for forgiveness in the same way. So, and that's where we are today, right? Okay, 888-432-7434. That is my number live in studio. Uh, let's go to Waldorf, Maryland and talk to Robert, who's on the line. Hey, Robert, it's David Anderson here. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, sir. How are you? I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? I just want, I just want to hear you say that. Um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to start a little controversy, if that's all right. It wouldn't um, be the first time. Uh, yep, I know. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm a long-time listener. listener. Thank I you. call every so often. But um, the uh, brother Kevin and the sister Anonymous, I heard uh, Kevin say he was a Baptist. I heard uh, Anonymous <laughs> talk about the young lady that was a Catholic. I didn't hear anybody say that they were Christian. Uh-oh. <laughs> that's Uh-oh. a big difference. That's, that's a controversy. Now, uh-huh. I, will, I, will, I, will, I will, according to the marriage thing, I will uh, go out there and say that my wife and I will be celebrating 43 years in December. Wow. wow. And our, part of our testimony is neither one of us was a Christian when we got married, mm. you know, but uh, th- thank God we both we both accepted Jesus Christ mm. and became Christians, followers of Christ. Uh-huh. We were married in a Baptist church 43 years ago. Wow! Neither one of us were a Christian at the time. How about now, that? My wife was my wife was brought up in that church that we were married in. Mm-hmm. I was I like to say jokingly brought up around the church, right? But never in the church. Understood. So, 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 so there's a big difference between uh, between being a Baptist sure. and a Catholic and being a Christian. So y'all were equally uh, yoked uh, when you married, huh? We we were somewhat equally <laughs> yoked, but you know, because neither it, one of you knew Christ. Because you know, neither one of us had really gotten serious about following Christ. Mm. So it, it 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 was it was 13 years into the marriage before I, you know, accepted. So I'm proud to say it's been 30 years now for me uh, to be a follower of 
had some rough times going there. And, uh, you know, uh, since, since accepting Christ, you know, we kind of look at each other. And not that we don't have times now, but we like, I ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. So mm, guess what? Mm. We'll get through this. But I will say, several right. years ago, my pastor was, was teaching on that unequally yoked thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had, he had took the approach that Kevin's pastor said initially. But, you know, he came back and said, you know, I had to rethink that thing. Hmm. Because who am I to make that judgment as to whether or not I should marry a person when it, it's God that has to do that? And that's what made me start thinking about the fact hmm. that I wasn't a Christian. Suppose that pastor at that church had told my wife and I, until you guys accept Christ, I'm not going to marry you. True, but I wonder you if know? that same I wonder if that same pastor would have married you if one of y'all were a Christian and saved and the other one wasn't. That would be the real question, because marrying two unbelievers is fine. You know, I thought that's what I was doing until somebody went off and got saved. That was the issue. They both were not saved, and then one of them got saved in the middle of counseling. So I'm like, yeah, I can't marry you now. <laughs> but the good news is, is the other dude got saved. That's so. it, that's it. But, but, but isn't it somewhere that we, we uh, again, the key is not being Baptist or being um, Right, it's about Baptist. being a Christian. The key is being a Christian. You're right. If you're a Christian, uh, you know, uh, you know, then, but, then, then uh, I think maybe we can sure. kind of work on things because maybe, maybe I could. He talked about. Well, if you're both Christians, if you're both Christians, that's good. Now, I do not believe that that's a good reason to get married because we're both Christians because you got a lot of Christians that are unequally no, yoked as oh, well. No, 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 they no, messed up, whacked no, out. No, you shouldn't marry this person even if right. they love Jesus and they speak in unknown languages, man. I'm like, look, do not marry this person. You're in for a world of hurt. Now, I never tell people what to do like that. I don't say don't marry them, but I'll ask them enough questions where after a while they're going to be like, you know what? Maybe this is not a good idea, Doc. And I'm like, you know what? You're so smart. <laughs> Maybe it's not, you know, but Lord have mercy. There are a lot of people running around as Christians you should not be married to. What do you think? I'll give you the last that, word, that's Robert. Why, that, that's why I love what you said that, you know, get the counseling and then, there you, go. you know, and the, the right counseling and those questions. And maybe you say, oh, maybe mm-hmm. it's not the best idea. Yeah. You know? Well, and God is, and, uh, God is so not, awesome with the Holy Spirit that it's kind of like you can have that uh, that counseling session and all of a sudden it hits one of them like, whoop, there it is. Mm, didn't see that. Wow. Maybe this is not a good idea. And, you know, as the as the Holy Spirit works, he you let him do the work. You just kind of stay in there, just kind of hang out with the people. Hey, listen, I appreciate your call. I have to let you go. But let me see if I can catch Anonymous in Silver Spring real quickly. Hey, Anonymous, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? I'm great, Dr. Anderson. How are you today? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Yes. Well, he just said it, um, what I was going to say, basically what I was going to say. And my only thought now is that if if we as Christians would stop um, confusing religion with Christianity, Mm. it's not the same. Mm. We're Christ followers. We're not. Religion is man-made. Christ is, is a is uh, Christ coming to man. Yeah, and the other stuff good. is man-made. So those people that were married for 64 years, I can see why and how, because sure. they were equally yoked. They were equally they were yoked. in just a yep. man-made religion. So now you that's, got, that's all I want. No, you got it right. You said it good, too. Thank you, uh, Anonymous. That's in Silver Spring. Hey, listen, if you want to chime in, maybe you have a question for me about any topic. It could be business, religion, money, uh, morals, whatever you want to talk about. I literally set aside this time every Friday just for you without my topic. It's your topic. It's all about you today. Here's my phone number, 
888-646-7434. That's my number live in studio. I still got two open lines. If you want to grab one, uh, get in where you fit in. This is the time to kick it. Maybe you're thinking, you know, maybe uh, I want to talk to the guy because he's married. Maybe I want to talk to the guy because he's a pastor. Maybe I want to talk to the guy because he's a Bible teacher, or maybe he's just a cool dude, or maybe I don't like him. I need to just tell him that. Guess what? My lines are open. 888-43-BRIDGE. All right. Those of you on Facebook Live on YouTube, thanks a lot uh, for chiming in there as well. And I'm going to see you on the other side of my break. So don't you go anywhere. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results vary. Exclusions apply. Contacts and glasses are such a hassle. I'd love to finally get LASIK, but... I'm going to stop you right there. If you want LASIK, then the LASIK Vision Institute has officially taken away everything standing in your way. Isn't LASIK expensive? Not at the LASIK Vision Institute. We're offering dramatically low prices and an absolutely free consultation. See for free if LASIK is right for you by texting RADIO to 350-350. But I'm really busy. A text only takes seconds, and the LASIK procedure typically only takes 15 minutes and best of all most patients can get back to work the following day i had no idea the lasik vision institute uses the latest fda approved lasik technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 2020 vision we've performed over 1.3 million procedures that's experience you can trust and we're offering 20 percent off our already low-cost services what's that text again text radio to 350-350 that's r-a-d-i-o to 350-350 to schedule your free consultation today Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Piers Nachiwadi with Principal Office in Dallas, Texas is responsible for the content of this ad. This is an urgent message for anyone exposed to the herbicide Roundup and diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. The World Health Organization has designated Roundup weed killer as a probable human carcinogen. If you've come in contact with Roundup and have been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, you may be entitled to compensation. A free consultation is now available to discuss your options and help you understand your legal rights and actions. Call 800 705 Roundup is the most widely used herbicide in the United States, and a California jury recently awarded $289 million to a landscaper who claimed Roundup gave him cancer. But time is limited to file a claim. If you worked with Roundup Weed Killer and have been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, call the Roundup Legal Helpline now. You could be entitled to significant compensation. Call 800-705-2717. That's 800-705-2717. 800-705-2717. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm. phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-444-9336. That's 800 800- 
800-444-9336. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-444-9336. Write it down. 800-444-9336. Welcome back to the second half of the program. If you're just getting into your car, getting off work, well, guess what? You're running into me, and we get to hang out together in the DMV. You know, on Marriage Monday, we talked about saving your marriage before it starts. On Tough Topic Tuesday, social justice and the gospel. On Wisdom Wednesday, we talked about the wisdom of music and healing. And then, of course, on Theological Thursday, we talked about forgiveness. So it's been a good week. But today, right now, it's open phone-in Friday. So anything you want to talk to me about is fair game. Let me give you my number. We'll go right back to the phone lines. 888-432-7434. That number is 888-432-7434. Or just remember the word bridge. Some of you might be on a bridge right now. 888-43-BRIDGE. Give me a call in studio. I've got about one or two lines left. And guess what? Christopher's Barber Studio will give you the hookup. You can see I got my fresh fade, right? Well, that's where I go normally to make sure my hairline is straight, make sure I got the fade just right. If you're looking for a good barber, make sure you check them out. They're in Elkridge, Maryland. They're also in Columbia, Maryland. That's Christopher'sBarberStudio.com. Tell them Dr. Anderson sent you. All right, let's go to Chris, who's in Alexandria, Virginia. Hey, Chris, it's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hey, hey, Dr. Anderson. It's uh. I'm happy to be on your show. I, you know, I listen to you all the time. I'm, I'm happy uh, that there's someone out there, you know, who's uh, taking Christian topics, you know, onto the radios where everyone can hear it. Hey, thanks, my friend. So what are you thinking today, Chris? Um, <clears throat> well, when you were talking about uh, the Amber Geiger case, you know, it got. I have a very similar uh, situation in my life where about um, about 10 years ago, uh, my mother was 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 murdered and uh mm. The they caught the guy and he uh, he's he's in jail and everything, but um, mm. he's coming up for what they call in Virginia geriatric parole. Okay. And uh, he's only he's only served about ten years of a thirty year sentence. And oh wow. Okay. I'm I'm deeply conflicted. You know. I bet you are. First of all, I'm really sorry that your mom was murdered. That is terrible. First of all. Secondly, how in the world did you deal with it when it happened? Well, you know. Um, I was the one who actually found my mom. Uh, mm. So I think, you know, God assigns everyone, you know, according to what they can handle. What mm. So I think ultimately that was actually, in a bizarre way, therapeutic for me because mm. it wasn't like I got news from someone else. Mm. You know, I got to see that she was gone, you know, with wow. my own eyes. So it's kind of like wow. Uh, there was there's no arguing with it, you know, in your mind. You go through the stages sure. of grief. There's no – there's no uh, – there's no, uh, what's that, that that one stage with the bargaining stage? Yeah, the bargaining. None of that. Yeah, you know, right. I, so when the guy was on trial and all this, were you like, please uh, throw him in the jail, under the jail, and throw the key away forever? Um, I, I, I feel like for you commit a crime of this magnitude, you know, you there has to be a punishment for it. But, uh, you know, I, I guess I have a, God has blessed me with, sort of a big picture view of things you know my mm. mom went back to be with god so yeah yeah you know uh that's where that's hopefully she was a devout christian and and as a result so am i yeah uh, so 
So when this guy's coming up oh, for yeah. parole, what's the conflict for you that uh, you, you, you kind of want him to be let off or you want him to stay in or you're not quite sure what you want? Uh, well, I want to have a spirit of forgiveness. Yeah. But at the same time, I want him to stay in jail. I don't know if that's, okay. that's not conflict scripture. And I just wanted to. Nope. That's yeah. not conflict. Conflict uh, would be, so. you know, is just because you forgive him doesn't mean he doesn't have to pay the consequences. So it doesn't mean when you're un for uh, killing your mother. So I want you to be free from that to know you have the right to believe that he ought to pay the price for what he has done, but you can still forgive him in, in your heart for what he did um, and not be held in prison yourself uh, to hate or bitterness or revenge. Trust that God will um, handle it. Now, if he goes before this trial and they let him go, then you just you, you have to just let that go, too. You know what I mean? Uh, if they say, hey, listen, okay. uh, we're going to let you out, then what you want to do is you want to let that go, too. You say, you know what? He paid the time that the system said he had to pay, and we've given him over to God, and so we're going to let God then deal with him however he wants to deal with him. But you can forgive him in his heart regardless of what your thoughts are about whether he should remain in prison or not, okay? Okay. Yeah. By the way, do you feel like do you feel like you have forgiven him in your heart? Um yes. Wow. In my heart I have. I haven't spoken with him. I haven't visited him. I, okay. I you know, it's 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 a lot easier at an arm's length. You know, <laughs> yeah. to, but but to actually meet with someone and, and forgive them. Yeah. Well uh, you, you know, you you need to rehearse uh what you might say if you ever see him face to face on this earth again. In your own heart, just revert re rehearse that. Think about that. Pray over that. So okay. if God ever gives you that opportunity, uh, you don't have to grasp for, for words. You already know what to say. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for that word. Yeah. I uh, definitely giving me something to, to think about. But um, Amen. I hope glad that I can at least want him to stay in jail and, and yeah, that's still, okay. That doesn't make you a, be in line with the spirit. Yep. Doesn't make you a bad Christian at all. Okay. So uh, you hold on to that. Hey, listen. I'll let you go. Okay, Chris. Blessings to you, Lord. We lift up Chris, and we thank you for uh, him desiring to even call. And, uh, Lord, for the pain that he has experienced over these years, we thank you that his mom uh, has no pain now. And we just pray, Lord, that you would uh, uh, make yourself known to the assailant uh, while he was in prison. And regardless of what happens in the future, we pray that Chris would be free and not in prison to unforgiveness. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I'll be right back. graduate school. Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. 
The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diglu Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition. Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson live in the nation's capital. How you doing on this Friday? I hope you're doing great. Listen, I'm going right back to my phone lines. It's all about you. So let's go to Glenn. Glenn is in Washington, D.C. Hi, Glenn. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? How you doing, Dr. Anderson? Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. What are you thinking, sir? I was was discussing some scripture with this uh, so-called Bible thumper, (laughs) and he pointed out, a scripture to me, and I was kind of concerned. Uh, in Matthew uh, twenty-four thirty-four, it says, "Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till these things are fulfilled." And he suggested that when they say this generation, that Christ was speaking about his generation. Anytime you use the word of this, meaning his time, mm-hmm. and he's trying to argue the fact, saying that it didn't happen, so. The, you know, the word, which I know the word of God is, is, is true. Mm-hmm. But he's trying to debate what, if he was talking about this generation, talking about himself, mm-hmm. not talking about generations in the, in the future. Right, I'm right. Trying to get clarity. Yeah, so Matthew 24, 34, I tell you the truth, this generation will certainly not pass away until all things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. So that broader context of Matthew chapter 24 is talking about the signs of the times, right? And there are nine, there are nine signs of the end of the age. And we are at the basically the ninth and last uh, sign, if you will. But when he says this generation, I'm with that guy. I'm like, hang, hang on. When I read this generation, he must be talking about this generation, right? But clearly that generation has passed and it hasn't happened yet. And so we don't know what generation, because remember, right after that verse, I want you to notice what Jesus says in verse 36. 
No one knows the day or the hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the son, but only the father. So if yes. he's saying that he doesn't know when it's going to happen, only the father knows. Right. So in his humanity, it could have been this generation in his humanity, because he says no one knows the day or the hour, not even the angels in heaven, listen, nor the son. So only the father. And so in his humanity, he did not know the day or the hour when Christ is coming back. So there you have it. So you tell that Bible thumper, don't worry about it. Just be ready for when Jesus comes. Shoot. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You better be ready. I don't know when it's happening, but you better be ready. You better be ready. I heard it. I heard it. Thanks, Glenn. I appreciate you, man. Hey, listen, we've got uh, John who's been hanging on from uh, Gaithersburg, Maryland. Let me get there. Hey, John, it's Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Hey, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. What do you think? I just want to add a comment to the uh, unequally yoked. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going around the bushes right here when the Bible is clear about it. The Bible said that a kingdom divided will not stand. Yep. So there's no way, there's no way. You notice, notice something about these people that call. They said my religion is is so and so, and her religion. Yeah. When we when we talk about Jesus, Jesus is not a religion; it's a relationship, like you said. Right. Now you said something really important that you know it caught my mind. That if you can go through a process of you know getting counseling and whatever. Yeah. So something can maybe happen. Yeah. But I, I tell you. 80%, you know, you can't, God has called us, Jesus has called yep. us to make disciples, right? Right, yep. So if you if, if you if you are in Jesus and Jesus is in you, your goal is to make disciples. True. So how can you be with somebody that is not a, a disciple of Christ? Yep. So we, but there's a know, lot of people, but like, there's a lot of people who are, John, and so what we want to do is meet them where they are. You know, and it's real easy to put them off no, I, by saying yes or no. And as soon as you do that, you've kind of lost an opportunity. So we got to meet them where they are and try to help no. move them toward that. Would you agree? I, I understand. I totally understand. But what I'm saying is we got to be clear about it. You know, the Bible is it, it's like it's like when they said always lead to heaven. Yeah. Have you have you heard about that? Yeah, but that's I not mean, that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says. is clear. The, yeah, but the Bible's but the not Bible always clear. The Bible yeah, says, but let me let me let me just jump in right here because a lot of times we say the Bible's clear in areas where it's not so clear. And in the areas where it's unclear, it's really clear. So Well, can 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 you agree that the Bible said that Jesus said I'm the I'm the way? Absolutely. Truth, absolutely. And the life. Absolutely. So that's so clear. I don't I don't I, I do not exactly. So no other because all, all the religions said, oh, no, my religion leads to heaven. The Bible said, if, if you're yep. not in Christ. Yeah, but what I'm saying, we gotta what I'm saying is you got you to gotta help people understand it. Because what happens is we've been preaching a long time. And what happens is we think that we're really clear, but people aren't getting it. So one of the best things we can, no, I, one of the best things we can do is really try to help bring light to darkness by helping people really understand it. Now, we know the Holy Spirit has to do it. You and I both know that. Uh, but it doesn't mean it's not. It doesn't mean it's not clear. But we got to remember that the that the enemy blinds the minds of unbelievers, and so part of uh, the the unblinding yeah. is when we begin to empathize with folk, walk with them, and take that time 
And I think for some believers, I'm not saying you're this way, John, but I think for some believers, it's just easier to quote truth than to actually spend time living it out with people until they kind of get it. Because that takes a lot longer to converse with people, to love on them, and to get them to that place. It's sometimes it's a lot easier for us to just quote it and move on. I'm not saying you're doing that, but what I'm saying, it kind of helps explain uh, my, my philosophy of how to speak truth in a relationship of love. But I totally understand what you're saying. And you're right. For instance, Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to me except by the Father, right? So, so you're right on that. Yep. But, the, but the way I would quote that to somebody, see, that it's not the quote itself. It's how I would do it. So if you were to ask me, because of the numbers of people I've led to the Lord, I wouldn't just say that. If I was preaching it, I would, because preaching is a, a, pro a proclamation kind of a thing. But if I was in a relationship, I might not just say, well, Jesus says I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. That's real easy to say, but that doesn't mean they got it. So what I might do is say, you know what? There are so many ways to Jesus. I'm, I'm so glad that I finally found my way. And, I, and now they're going to... I totally get your yeah. point. Right. I totally get you your with point. Me? Yep. I totally get your point because there's many ways to Jesus. Yep, but you not, got it. Not, uh, you, you get me? Yeah. So, but what I'm, what I'm trying to say is every truth, you got to say it with love, right? You got to... That's true. But, but yep. what I'm saying is, uh, Dr. Anderson, there's some people saying they they kind of camouflaging the, the truth. Yep. Yep. And, and, and by doing that, you're not, you're not, you're not exposing the truth. Yeah. What you what you are doing is you you are confusing people. Yep. No, I'm now, with you. I'm with when you. I when I when I when I preach the gospel to people, obviously I'm not going to say, "Hey, you're going to go to hell if you don't." No, but because that's yep. not the way. But but, but it's still truth. Is, you got to say the truth. <laughs> you got to say right? it in the right, exactly. but right way. Is, yep. But what I'm saying, you got to say the truth in a way that people understand it. You can't you camouflage the truth. You do, but at the I same time, you, but the same time you've got to, and I'm going to let you go on that one just because i got to keep rolling, but you got to at the same time realize sometimes we re-quote stuff that's actually not scriptural. For instance, married people, you're unequally yoked. That passage has nothing to do with marriage. But we're going to go quote it to couples uh, that have different religions. Or maybe one's a Christian, one's not. I can give you reasons why you should not come together. The unequally yoked passage, there's only one, and that's the one we use, and we applied to marriage. It's not even talking about marriage. So what happens is we hear it quoted and requoted by pastors, and now we think we're quoting Bible in right context, and actually we're not. That's talking about business. Now, you go talk to some business people about being unequally yoked. How, how many of y'all are Christians right now, and you're unequally yoked in businesses with people that don't know? So if, if, if I wanted to, I could really strangle that thing. Make everybody feel guilty. What am I saying? I'm saying there is a way to lead people to the Lord where you take truth and you unwrap it and unveil it so they discover God and let God reveal himself to them because that's how big he is. But sometimes for us, it's all about yakking out the truth, speaking it, yakking it, speaking it, yakking it. And we wonder, why aren't all these people getting saved? And then you start looking at other people and the way they're doing it. Why are all these people getting saved? Maybe, maybe First Peter 3.15 is right. Be prepared to give an answer for anybody to ask you. Is anybody asking you these days? Because if they ain't asking you but you're telling them, maybe you ought to reconsider. I'll be right back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Message and data rates may apply. Dear Bosley, when my dad lost his hair, it made him very sad. He doesn't like the way he looks. I heard you were very good at hair. Please give my dad his hair back. 
Love, Maddie. Well, Maddie, today's a wish come true for your dad and every guy listening with hair loss because Bosley's about to give them their real hair back permanently. They'll get a free information kit and a free gift card when they text GOOD to 85850. Guys, let Bosley show you for free how great your hair could look. Using the latest technology, Bosley's solution to hair loss is permanent and protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Thank you, Bosley. Get your hair back today with America's number one hair restoration expert. Get a free information kit and a free gift card for $250 off by texting GOOD to 85850. That's G-O-O-D to 85850. Want to know the secret that all those flipping houses gurus won't tell you? Flipping multi-unit properties is easier and possibly more profitable than flipping single-family homes. With over 17 years of experience, we here at RE Mentor will show you the art of buying and selling multi-unit properties. Come spend two hours with our team of experts, and we will show you how you could get passive income and significant retirement quickly. This two-hour class will teach you the art of the multi-unit flip. You'll learn how to buy, hold, and sell multi-unit properties with no money down, no credit, and no risk. You risk nothing but have everything to gain. This intensive two-hour real estate class is coming to the DMV area soon. Call 800-361-1330 to secure your seat. This seminar is free to the first 30 people that call. Change your life now and learn the art of the multi-unit flip or long-term hold. Call 800-361-1330. 800-361-1330. A new ulcerative colitis study is enrolling in your area. Are you like us? We are roughly a million people with ulcerative colitis who suffer flare-ups, diarrhea, abdominal pain, and cramping. Are these UC symptoms impacting your daily life? If so, a new investigational medication is being evaluated to target the underlying causes of UC symptoms. Doctors in our area need volunteers for this important research study. To qualify, you must be at least 18 years old and have not been helped by previous or current treatments. Qualified participants will receive all study-related care and medication at no cost. You can live beyond ulcerative colitis. Find out today if you qualify. Call 1-888-388-1653 or visit researchuc.com. That's 1-888-388-1653 or visit researchuc.com. 1-888-388-1653 or researchuc.com. friends, this is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on the Stop Provoking Radio Show, where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Would you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to Andersonspeaks.com and click on the Donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at Andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to Andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com.
And thank you so very much for your support. Don't forget the Mind Over Mountains Mental Health and Faith Conference at Bridgeway Community Church, Saturday, October 26th, 2019, from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Don't forget about that. You definitely want to come. We have so many professionals that are going to be here to teach on anxiety and nutrition and suicide and, and how to find the intersection between your mental health and your faith. Just go to bridgeway.cc slash events, hit the event registration button, and you'll see the Mind Over Mountains conference there as well. By the way, if you're trying to get your uh, master's or your doctorate of philosophy degree, go to Omega Graduate School. They'll take care of you. That's where I am, the chancellor, and we'd be more than happy to accept you as a student. Just go to ogs.edu. All right, we're going to Fort Washington to talk to Jim, who's on the line. Hello, Mr. Jim. Dr. Anderson here. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, and thank you for taking my call, Dr. Anderson. My pleasure, sir. My question is this. Before Saul was renamed Paul, was he in a relationship with God? I mean, he was a Pharisee, right? Yes. Now, he, he, he was very zealous, I guess, persecuting the Christians, but if he was so religious, being a Pharisee, I mean, was there any relationship between him and God during that time before he was renamed Paul? Yeah, so a lot, a lot of people have religions, and, and so did him. Uh, so did uh, Saul. He had the religion, but he didn't have the relationship with God. And it wasn't until God knocked him off his horse, blinded him, and revealed himself to Paul that Paul realized, oh, my goodness, I had all this religion, which was a man trying to get to God. But actually, that's what religion is, man trying to get to God, but you never quite get there. Christianity is about God getting to man. And so he learned that God got to him through the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's how God gets to all of us. There's only one mediator between uh, God and man, and it's the man, Jesus. So he had a revelation with Jesus, and that changed his life and changed his name from Saul to Paul. Yeah, I understand it. But like all the Pharisees, I thought they were waiting for the Messiah to come. They're still waiting. And what they did the Jewish, yeah, the <laughs> Jewish folk are still waiting for the Messiah. The thing we have in common with Jewish folk is we're both waiting on the Messiah. We're just waiting on the Messiah for the second time. They're waiting on the Messiah for the first time. So that's what we have in common with them, but that's where our big disagreement is because they rejected Jesus as the Messiah, which is very unfortunate because Jesus is the only way to be saved. Now, God does have a special program he has for the Jews, and we're not quite sure what that's all going to look like in the future, but we do know that those are his chosen people. Hey, listen, Jim, thanks for hanging with me today. God bless you, my friend. Unfortunately, that hour goes so quick that we come to an end. But don't forget, tomorrow, Saturday, and every Saturday at 7 p.m., we got a special show for you on this station. Come on, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this week, for this day, and for this show. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Drain cleaning, garbage disposals, water heaters, all plumbing.